0: Sanguine, simply optimistic, a community of hope and optimism. Wow, yup, yup, yup. COVID-19 is keeping me from my friends out there, you guys, you misfits, you awesome people, you awesome men and women and kids. Hey, I just, I, kids, you gotta know, you're some of my favorite people, and I think of all the misfits, you guys are the funnest, because you are, like, in fluid, in flux as you're growing, and your, your, your spirits are developing, and your minds are developing, you guys, you make me smile, you make me laugh, and uh, I know that God has created each one of you for such a special purpose, just like your mom, and your dads, and uh yeah, all you out there, you guys. Yeah, you just don't fit and uh, embrace your uniqueness because every one of you, especially not especially every one of you, but the ones that I get to interact with, you are each so unique and so different, but so incredible in your own right. And so I just appreciate you guys. Thanks again for all your feedback. Thanks for your input. Thanks for sending selfies. Remember, you can always uh, be in contact with me, prayer requests, just sending me a joke, whatever at 406 big T at com, And I would love to hear from you. And, uh, if you guys think that uh, somebody that maybe is a, a misfit like you and just doesn't fit in, into the mainstream of, of faith or church and uh, would appreciate this podcast. I'd love it if you'd pass it along. Part of my desire is just to reach people like me and like you guys that just maybe don't fit into traditional mold and let them know there's a family out there for them. So, man, I, I just recorded a podcast before this and, man, did I have a hard time. I, I sure hope that it turns out decent. I, I felt like I was in a good place to do a podcast, but man, I got started and I get on a good roll and then whoop, lost my train of thought, Boop, lost it again, Boop, lost it again. Whew, yeah. Hard. So I just decided I'd, I'd dive into this since I'm already in the closet with it my beautiful wife's clothes. I, I love you, Adrian. You're you're so awesome. You guys, those of you that know her, know how awesome she is. And all uh, oh, you women are awesome out there. I'll just say kudos to you too. You guys, the job you do, staying connected, having compassion, and still doing all the stuff you get done in a day. Wow. I mean, I think about how little it takes to get me grumpy and offset, and uh, I don't have to deal with half of what most you women do. And a lot of you now have your kids at home, which you haven't. And so just kudos to you. You guys, you gals are absolutely awesome. So, today I want to talk about if if you find yourself stuck, or, and this is how I experienced in my life repeating things over. And it may be different circumstances, but you're like, wow, I I, I feel like I've repeated this again. Or you just feel like Murphy's Law is in full force in your life. You know, Murphy's Law, those of you that maybe aren't familiar with it, basically goes like this if anything can go wrong, It will go wrong. And I'm not saying what's following is what is happening, but it could be, and it's what I've experienced in my life, what could be happening. Because, you know, we know from the book of Job, and those of you guys that aren't familiar, that's in that great ancient text of wisdom, the Old Testament, which is before Jesus, although what's really cool is that there can be great arguments that Jesus has appeared in the Old Testament. But the New Testament is basically about Jesus and the big HS just rocking the world and just getting uh, the world set up for, yeah, the great news. Yeah, the gospel, good news. But the great news that there is a fantastic life out there for all of us. And the Old Testament is kind of that bummer system where we still, I shouldn't say we, none of us were alive back then, but them back then lived under the weight of rules and regulations and things that would just basically deal with their sin on a temporary basis and, and quite a, a, a different life than than we live now. But that book of Job uh, where bad things just happened. God had a reason, you know, sometimes we may not think it was a great reason, you know, but Sometimes bad things just happen. And Jesus, you know, you guys know probably one of my favorite sarcasm at a max here, promises of Jesus is hey, you'll have trouble in the world. Yeah. I like the second part, but I have overcome the world. Yeah, that, that part's great, but we will trouble. But I'm talking about things where it just seems to be a long season of things going wrong or it's like hopes and dreams just not quite going right. And I just want to give you some clues that I found in my own life and for scripture. And I'm just going to talk generally because one of my greatest desires here is that you guys will listen to what I'm talking about and dive into your own Bibles I'm just, you can even ask my kids. I'm just not, I, I like people that go after the facts themselves. And I'll give you a doubt to say, is is that true? I, I, I'm going to go look that up, man. That's great. And that's the way I am. But what I want to talk to you about is what the scripture talks about. And it talks about, yeah, that, that bad, bad, bad three letter word, That three letter word that is also a term in archery. Yeah, you guys, most of you guessed it, some of you didn't. Sin. And I'm going to call this episode Sin Stuck. Nah, probably won't do that. Nobody will listen to it. Got to think of some catchy title. Nobody wants to listen to a podcast about sin because sin is just not fun because sin represents us just not getting it right. Remember, God has a perfect standard because that's the only fair standard. Everything other than perfect is subjective. And so the standard has to be perfect. But God made a way we're not perfect and we are going to miss it. You know, sin and archery is missing the bullseye. And so we are going to miss it. That's just inevitable. And we'll probably miss it multiple times a day. If, and if you're like me multiple times a second, And some days, yeah, some days are like that. Let's, let's just be honest here that some days, some days are hard and that's just part of life, but we're going to miss it. But since doc, and I use that term, It's in reference where we just get stuck in a sin and we actually get used to that sin. And guys, it doesn't have to be a big old bad sin. It can be a big old bad sin. Sin is sin. Sin is still missing the target. You know, it can be and, you know, it can be a sin like fornication, you know, it's like forna, forna what occasion? What's forna forna? Yeah, a fancy term and you know it's one of those terms that probably isolate Christians from other people because nobody really knows what it means or they think they know what it means or basically it's just having sex outside the covenant of marriage outside of that protective committed relationship. And you know we could argue about that and I don't want to argue about it. I like science and I'll just say science proves and psychology proves that when you are in a committed relationship Covenant can be another word. That's another biblical term, but I actually really like that because it means that people have committed to each other in a binding agreement to each other. That means they're all in. Science and psychology has proven that that just leads to healthier, happier lives. So, you know, the Bible is strange and God's strange that he actually knows what's good for us, you know, as, you know, the one that gave us life and created us, knit us together. Actually knows what's good for us. That's, that's 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 kind of strange. But fornication is living outside of that, having sex outside of marriage. Maybe having sex with multiple people. You know, for me, one of the sins that I fall into repeatedly is like gluttony and the love of food, the idol, having food as an idol you know, that sounds better than like fornication. Probably maybe some of you think you're not as much fun. Well, it, yeah, it could be argued. Since the sin. Is my sin better or worse than that? Ah, who knows? Unforgiveness. Unforgiveness is a sin. We're commanded to forgive. And the thing about unforgiveness, man, it is like just taking a knife and just slicing yourself repeatedly. It just is absolutely wounding. And so you know, what are other kinds of sins, you know, the, the love of money that you become a workaholic because you just, you're wanting more and more stuff and never satiable, you know, uh, gosh, they're all over the place. You guys, you know, you can look at the Bible, you know, there's debauchery, you know, um, uh, abusive alcohol, um, adultery, you know, having sex outside of marriage, um, the worship of other gods, you know, um. God, He loves us so much and He desires to be our one and only, just like in a marriage relationship that you want your spouse just to have eyes for you. And is God crazy for wanting that? No, I think we all want that in our committed relationships. We want people just to look for us. And, and God wants to be our God. And He is, I think, you know, if we're looking at this strictly from a selling point, that God just has. Man, there's just so many good things. And the few things that seem like requirements are actually to bring us life and health. If you really do a deep dive, which I actually hate. That's such a podcast word. Let's take a deep dive. I I really actually hate that word. But if you look into the in-depth reasons why God has set things in place, they're far good you know, to keep us mentally and physically and spiritually healthy. And so, I mean, you can get an extensive list in scriptures, but it's basically, it's falling short of the perfect mark in every aspect of life. That's that's a sin. And the Bible gives us guidelines for our our health and longevity. But being sin-stuck is getting stuck in those sins. And what happens when you get stuck in a sin? When you've been in it for a while, Let's just say, you know, for men, pornography is a big one. You get stuck in pornography and you maybe get used to viewing those images. And if you're not in a relationship, it satisfies a need to that. And then pretty soon justification comes in. Same thing in like um, relationships outside of marriage, even adulterous relationships out of marriage. If they continue long enough, you get used to it and you become desensitized that it is a sin it's missing the ideal mark well there's this principle in the bible and i'm so glad it's there but you know sometimes when we're caught in sin like for me food it's just like when i get stressed and you know guys i have bigger sins in food but you know we don't really need to go there none of us need to go there we're most of us are pretty aware of our sins but food's an easy one and uh i get stressed and i turn to those gummy bears you know, and then I justify it. It's because I'm stressed that I, and, you know, it's it's okay. And I begin to justify why I overeat and the effects on my body. And do I like those? No, I don't like any of those. And most of us don't like the circumstances, but some of us are disconnected from the circumstances because, you know, food, one of the circumstances of overeating is that you become fat, which is evident that I have some fat, but some sins aren't, you know, like alcoholism. Sometimes you can be an alcoholic and put on a really good front and the sins aren't obvious and sexual sins, you know, as long as they're not diseases involved, they're not apparent, but there is a truth in scripture that we need to grab hold of. And I need to grab hold of it. I've been making it real in my life since this COVID-19 thing came along. Cause I'm like, this is a great time to really go after this. And you're it's like, wow, this doesn't sound exciting. And I, I'm really, I'm almost ready to turn this off because I don't like people telling me about my sin. Okay, I'm not telling you about your sin. I'm telling you that your sin may have you stuck, and I hate seeing people stuck, and I hate being stuck, right? I I, I think, you know, the Holy Spirit loves you, and, and he'll convict you and put that burning in your heart. I don't need to do that, nor do I want to do that, you know? If I need to do it, and the Holy Spirit tells me to do it, I love you, and I, I, I'll probably do that, but I, I would much rather that he does it. But here it is, and it's in the Bible, and you can find it. Sin leads to death, okay? It may eventually lead to spiritual death, but it can lead to death in all areas in your life, even death of mental, physical health. One of the things about unforgiveness, man, unforgiveness leads to bitterness, just which leads to death of a person's personality. If you've ever met someone with really deep-seated, even maybe not deep-seated, unforgiveness, man, are they miserable to be around. Something in them has died. And if you guys look close enough, you will see that in every area of sin. And that, you know, it could be a death of that precious consciousness that God gave you to know you know, just innately things that are right and wrong. But it could be, it's like, why is my car always breaking down? Why don't things last? Why is there always some crisis in my life? And you guys, I can only speak anecdotally from myself, but almost always have I tracked that back to sin in my life. Even with my kids, when I had to curb some of my movie watching habits, my kids would wake up with nightmares and, uh, you know, first I didn't put two and two together because, you know, Jesus was like, I don't think you should watch that movie or the Holy Spirit, probably the Holy Spirit. Well, they're friends, right? Yeah. <laughs> funny, too funny. It says, yeah, I don't think you should watch that. So I watched this scary movie about monkeys. And, you know, the Holy Spirit had been talking to me about this for a while. And I think it was Daniel had this horrible nightmare and woke up in the middle of the night. And the next morning I was talking to him. I'm like, Daniel, you know, what was your nightmare about? Now, Grant, he wasn't there. He wasn't listening. He was asleep in another room. Dad, it was about monkeys. Oh, cut me to the quick. You guys, the ramification of sin, it kills things. And you may not think, like I did, that it's affecting other areas in your life. And your sin may not be the so-called classical big sin, which there is not. Okay, there is not there's one sin that's kind of set apart and that's blasphemy of the Holy Spirit. And we may talk about that sometime. I don't know. Um, My goal is not to be a theologian here, but to bring you tools for success in your life and just bring the scriptures alive to you in a way that maybe you haven't experienced before. And so Yeah, sin leads to death. And so in my little boy back then, he's not a little boy. Those of you know him now, a little boy back then, I was bringing fear. Fear is death. Fear is the death of courage and light in your life oh my gosh, that's when my awareness really came about. And I've become more aware as things around me are kind of like, I'm just like, why is that happening? Why is that happening? And if you're a person that goes from one crisis to another, I'm not saying this is true, but maybe give the Holy Spirit a little room to talk to you and maybe open up that conversation with him. Because that's the whole reason Jesus came, is that he wants to pull sin out of our life. And he made a way for our sins to be forgiven and taken care of. But he also sent the big HS, the Holy Spirit, to help free ourselves from those persistent sins, quite possibly, that we've become numb to that have become part of our daily routine, and maybe you even need the Holy Spirit to make those aware, because you're just like, wow, there are things happening in my life, and I can see that it looks like, from what you're talking about, Tom, that there may be as a sin issue, but I can't see it, and guys, totally been there, okay? Sometimes we just don't know. We're doing things that maybe we've done for a long time. Maybe even our parents taught us as a coping mechanism that has been taught to us, but it is. It is missing the mark. It is just. It's not quite right, and maybe it's not even close to right. I don't know. You know, not quite and not close are still sin. It doesn't matter. You know, close really in this game doesn't count. You either got it or you don't. So the big HS came to also take that away. And so, how to get unstuck from sin. For one, if you're looking around and you're seeing that you can identify with what I'm talking about, that, you know, it's like, wow, I always have a car problem, or, you know, there's always some crisis, or whenever I get extra money, this, or, you know, whenever I get in a relationship, this, or, you know, I'm always sick. And you guys, it can be the whole gamut. Don't just. Uh, you know, open up your <laughs> imagination. Yeah, there I go using that word again. But let the Holy Spirit speak to you because the goal is to let that life out of John 10, 10 come because sin leads to death and we don't want that. We want those things that are dying or being killed in our lives due to sin to come to life. And so it is allowing the Holy Spirit, again, open up that conversation. First step is the Holy Spirit, I want to know, will you show me and he will do this. I promise you, he will do this Uh, money back guarantee, but there's no money. But I, I just I know that this works. Will you just show me those areas in my life that are bringing death? And he will do that. And as he shows you, he's also there to help you. So you just ask, Holy Spirit, will you begin to bring help? And guys, he may do that in the form of friends. He may do that in the form of podcasts, other podcasts, preachers, reading. He's done it in so many different ways in my life. And these, these current issues that I'm dealing with, he's already bringing help into my life, you know. Um, I'll just give you an example. You know, this COVID-19 is I'm away from you guys and away from interaction with people. As an introvert, i I just tell you, I'm built for people. I, I don't care. Introvert, extrovert, novert, covert, whatever. You need people, and I need people. I've had some really dark days with negative attitudes, sinful attitudes. And as a leader of a family, I can tell you that that seeds death into a lot of things as you're the leader and you're speaking in our family, the terms are words of death. Yeah, it it doesn't go well. And so I'm seeking to pull that death out because I want and you guys have heard me more than once to be a words of life, a life giver. And so just ask the Holy Spirit. He'll do it. And so that's it. Just know that God came that you may have life and have it to the full But we deal with sin and sin leads to death. And you may have got used to some sin in your life. It's it's a great season to uproot that. And I'm definitely not calling anybody sin out because I would not do that unless Holy Spirit just like put a burning flaming torch under my beep. Then I would do it because I don't like to disobey him. But my desire is not to see anyone stuck. Get unstuck. Get the big HS involved. Well, guys, I love you. I do. I miss you so much. And so have a blessed week. If you know anyone that would uh, enjoy the podcast or help them relate to a faith walk in a way that I'm told is, is a little easier to understand. I don't mind if you call me simple. I as long as uh, making a difference, I'm happy. And, uh, I'd so want to see you guys just live the best life possible. So have a great week. Um, yeah. Email me at four zero six B I G T at gmail.com.